wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, let's get ready to rumble! It may be because he's Swiss, I don't know, in terms of European style. I can take you to Suplex City tonight, bitch. Can you say the alphabet backwards? Walking with your ass backwards. You're not funny and nobody likes you. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. Back, folks, to Wrestle Rant Radio here today for March 8th, 2016. Graham Gius and Matthew sitting alongside the returning RJ Marceau. RJ, how are you doing today, brother? Doing good tonight, Graham. On the road to WrestleMania, 26 days away until the 32nd anniversary of the show of shows, a show that is shaping up to be one of the strongest in recent memory, which is saying a lot because WrestleMania 30 and 31 were both very, very good. Two great shows, arguably 31, up there with the greatest, not greatest, but my favorite of all time. Right up there with WrestleMania 28, which I know you love too. You were at 30. I mean, we talk about this every single week, but currently, what are your expectations for WrestleMania 32 come April 3rd? I think it's going to be a great show. Um, I think, especially with the three marquee matches, I think WWE's put themselves in a very good situation right here with all the injuries aside, and I think they've really taken... What people thought would be a year that they might kind of like say, oh, well, like, you know, we have a lot of injuries. We'll just kind of like play by ear and just give them what, what we have. But they've kind of gone out of their way and put in big matches that we pro- none of, no one pretty much predicted besides Reigns or Triple H, I feel like. And I think the stipulations all are intriguing. And I think the three main matches and then the ones that we presumably got last night were pretty good, are pretty really good matches. So I think right now they have five stud matches that – Maybe one of them, like, every one of those matches could flop, like Taker and uh, Lesnar from WrestleMania 30 or Goldberg and Lesnar WrestleMania 20. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but, you know, when you have those big matches, some just flop, you know. Some guys don't have chemistry, and matches just don't make for a good matchup. But I think they have five matches right now that they can market right now and say, this is what we're shooting for at WrestleMania. Even the Divas match, I think it's probably one of the better matches, Diva matches they've had going to WrestleMania since Trish and... Uh, Mickey James, like, they've had a lot of Battle Royals, tag team matches that people really didn't give any, any crap about, but last year we saw a tag team match, it was better than the Battle Royals, but it wasn't it wasn't amazing, I don't think they really got much time, so I can't really blame them on that, but I think they have six matches right now that are you could set a card on and go, this is going to be a good show. And if anyone has any expertise in that area when it comes to the women, it's the senior diva columnist from exactly. NextRWrestling.net, exactly. Mr. Marceau, RJ Marceau. So that article is up right now on why Becky Lynch should win the, the Divas Championship at WrestleMania 32. Check it out, people. RJ's nodding his head right now. And the article will be up tomorrow. Not that one, but as of this you know, uh, recording, this will be up depending on when people listen to this. Your article, you know, making your predictions for the card, the full card for WrestleMania 32. And right now we currently have Triple H versus Roman Reigns for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Depending if Dean Ambrose wins on Saturday, we'll see. Probably won't. We'll talk about that soon enough. We have Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose in a no-holds-barred street fight. Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell. And if Shane wins, he gets, you know, the Reigns to Raw. Um, we also have for the Divas Championship, now official, following last week's SmackDown, for the Divas Championship, triple threat match, Charlotte defending against Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. And coming off of last night's Raw, it looks like we got Chris Jericho versus AJ Styles, potentially, in a submission match. That's nothing confirmed, just pure speculation from fans. And also, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. And maybe even Kalisto versus Ryback, a tag team title match. Maybe even Brie Bella versus Lana, which I'm not very much looking forward to, but it's... <clears throat> It's definitely a possibility. I mean, Stardust versus Stephen Amell, I know, has been rumored for a while. We've had no build to that whatsoever on TV, so I don't even know why that would happen. Um, but it, it could happen. Who knows? So a lot of strong matches for WrestleMania 32. And we're less than a month away. They did a lot of good build, I thought, last night. Um, pretty good episode of Raw last night in Chicago. Great hot crowd. 
And, um, yeah, like I said, 26 days away. A lot of good build for WrestleMania and Roadblock on Saturday. I'll get your predictions for that show soon enough. But speaking of WrestleMania, we might as well, you know, address the elephant in the room right now. News broke this morning, and it's been rumored for a while now, but now official WrestleMania 33 going to the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Florida next April, April 2nd, 2017. Arja, your thoughts? I think... Like you said, I read the article. They're saying that the WWE is making like a new restaurant down in Orlando, and it's Orlando's becoming a home away from home from the from Connecticut. And I think the WWE is kind of like moving down south. I think it's a perfect environment for them. WrestleMania 24 is at the Citrus Bowl. 28 was in Miami, so like they're kind of feeling that Florida vibe. NXT is down there with the Florence Center, so I think it's going to be a great show. They've updated the Citrus Bowl. Um, the Orlando City. Uh, Soccer team, I can't think of the name right now. They play there now, so they've upgraded that stadium, so it's not like the old abandoned stadium that they got to in WrestleMania 24, so it's upkept, renovated, and I think they can do a great show next year. And I, th- I think the Florida vibe is really good. I like the sets and stuff, and they're all like, kind of like that homey feeling, and I think both shows are really good too, so I think they can go down, get some sun down there, and uh, fans will enjoy a nice show down there in uh, WrestleMania 33. I was going to say my two Favorite WrestleManias, not my top two favorite manias, but they're both up there. WrestleMania 28, definitely tied for number one with WrestleMania 31 and WrestleMania 24, which was in the Citrus Bowl back in 2008. It's going to be nine years by WrestleMania 33 next year. Um, Watch that on Saturday. Great show. I'm sorry, Rick. Uh, no, no. I'm, it's just, I'm sorry. I love you. Oh, sweet gin music. <laughs> great match. Um, but yeah, two great shows. It's like you said, it's a great area for WWE. A lot to do. You know, coming from someone who was at WrestleMania two years ago, WrestleMania 30, a lot of things to do in you know on Bourbon Street in Santa Clara, and now in the Citrus Bowl in the Orlando area. Come 2017, this year in the you know the Texas Dallas area for the AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania 32, and that's great. Um, hopefully, hopefully, because like I said, you've been to Mania before. Yeah. You've been there and you've come back alive in one piece. Yes. GSM is hopefully hoping to go next April. I'll be a senior by that point. I'm hoping to get some sort of graduation gift where I can go. Or if you get a job down there, get the hookup. Yeah. I'd like to go next year. I want to go down to Florida and see how it is. So maybe I can uh, move something around there and get Mm. there. Pull some strings. Pull some strings and get down there. Talk to Kevin Dunn. I'd love to go down there. That'd be great. It'd be a great time. I think it'd be a better sitting than the Minnesota Stadium, but that would probably be WrestleMania 34. But probably. I like the Florida outdoor feeling. I think that's the only issue is I feel like like that one time it's gonna have to rain. Like that yeah. one time it does rain, it's gonna suck. Yeah. They've kind of they've got lucky all those years. Very but, lucky. Very lucky. So, so. Minneapolis, I feel would be like if it's outside. I'm not too familiar with the stadiums. It's brand you know? new. It's a dome. So it's inside. Yep. Okay, so you wouldn't be freezing your butt no. off. When, okay, if it's outside, there'd probably be, you know, frostbite by the time the show starts. Well, they had it in New York. They did, and it was freezing. People were wearing blankets. Good. <laughs> you have I almost went to that WrestleMania. They need to have that Gillette Stadium in Boston. They should. They absolutely should. I'll Hopefully definitely time go off. There. You kidding me? <laughs> walk, walk in the park, Mr. Marceau. Five minutes down from my house. Oh, my I'd God. Jeez, get free tickets. You have experience there. <laughs> Would love to go there. They had... Not the worst WrestleMania, but they did have WrestleMania not there. Um, I don't know. Where was it in 14. It was yeah. at the TD Garden. Oh, was it? It was called the Fleet Center at the time. Oh, though. okay, okay. Speaking different of the name. TD Garden, different name. That's what it is. Same stadium, technically, yeah. but different name um, back in 1998. But speaking of the TD Garden, brief segue here. SmackDown, two weeks. Beast in Boston. Beast in Boston, March 22nd. Got the tickets almost immediately after TLC. And that's the great thing about these shows in Boston is that This is going to be our third show in Boston since the start of the school year. Went to Raw in Boston back in October. TLC, which was a great time. Both were very good shows. TLC was awesome. Um, Right before Christmas back in December. And now the week coming off of spring break. Timing could not be better because I'll be on campus. I mean, it doesn't matter for you because you live in the area anyway, but I'll be back here so it's easier for me. Um, March 22nd, the final full episode of SmackDown before WrestleMania because I know WrestleMania is the following week. But traditionally, that's an episode where they have like one or two matches, a promo or two, and most of the episode is dedicated to video packages of WrestleMania and whatever. So um, we're hopefully going to get a lot of cool stuff. I know Brock Lesnar, as of right now, as of this writing, as it is advertised on the Arena website, will be there in Boston. That was like one of the biggest things that made me want to get tickets to this show. Um, So that should be really, really cool. So we have that on March 22nd. I don't know if you mentioned on the show. We probably did. 
exactly two months later, to the day, May 22nd, in Newark. Where are we going to be, RJ? Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. It got payback on March, rather, May, May 1st, 1st in Chicago, as confirmed last night after Raw. Already got the tickets to that show. Do you remember where the tickets are or no? For, for Extreme Rules? Extreme Rules, yeah. Uh, I don't know at least on the top of my head. 107, I think. Really? Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Thank you. The one for SmackDown, I believe, is where you sat for TLC, which is like floor seats. Yeah. The thing is... Floor seats, but they're like a step up. Yeah, step up, yeah. Like, even where I sat for that show. It was like, fine. It was great. Yeah, even where we sat for Raw was great. I mean, it was up there, but I mean, we got like really good, you know, great view. There's not a bad seat in the TD Garden, you know, for people that haven't been there before, but... No bad seat in the Dunkin' Donut Center. Providence, Providence? Island. You can sit up the nosebleeds. You can sit up the nosebleeds. It's like first row in like any other arena. Great arena. I was there a couple a couple months ago. A couple years ago too. Yeah, a couple. Oh yeah, also for the house show. Yeah, right after Christmas. So um, that's gonna be a great time. We got that May twenty second, March twenty second, SmackDown, The Beast in Boston, and also potentially that's March, that's May. But what about April? What about April? RJ is marking out here as much as I was when I saw this news. I was like. "Ah." I'm sitting downstairs in the academic center. No one's around. I was like, I, I pretty much jumped through maybe two or three windows. <clears throat> like that gif I sent you of yeah. you know people jumping through windows. That was me yesterday. <laughs> that was me. So apparently on April 21st, 21st, not 22nd, that's the magic day apparently. Magic day. Because on the 22nd of February, Shane O'Mac came back. So that's like the greatest day of the month apparently now, even more so than the 17th. Um, but April 21st, Thursday, next month, NXT is coming to Lowell, Mass., Right around this area. Um, tickets go on sale this Friday. So we'll give an update on next week's show whether we get tickets or not. But that'd be sick. I that would go. be sexy. I want to go. Got to go to NXT. And this is coming from someone, not me, but Mr. Marceau, who has never experienced NXT. Before. I haven't. You've been to WrestleMania. I haven't. But I've been to NXT. Was that TakeOver Brooklyn? I wasn't at NXT. Wait, did you see me and Mike Yoder? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Bailey won the belt. But the thing is... As of right now, we could get tickets tomorrow and be like, I can't wait to see Finn Balor and Bailey and Sami Zayn, but they might not be there. Exactly. <laughs> it's a couple weeks removed from WrestleMania, so even Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe could be um, main roster bound by that point. Who knows? Sami Zayn, we could see him on SmackDown in a couple weeks. So You're stuck with like Elias Sampson and Apollo Crews. <laughs> on the main event. I'd be like, We'd love to see Ooh. Apollo. I was there for his debut in Brooklyn, but um, I mean, they're, they're probably gotta see Bailey and I gotta see American Alpha. Gotta and see Carmella. And Carmella. Oh, and, I don't she's gonna be there show. either. She might not be there. Alexa Bliss probably will be. Definitely will be. I'll be like the NXT house shows are so. They're, exactly. That's exactly. But they're so intimate though. Yeah, because they're so small. Exactly. They have great arenas. Um, someone. I don't think it was you. Somebody else. I was when I tweeted it yesterday. Yeah, I don't think it was you. Someone else said it, sent it to me. Um, that the arena that the show is going to be in is super small, so the tickets shouldn't be too expensive. I did. You did? Said, you yeah, said yeah. that? Okay. Um, I thought it was somebody else. But at the same time, they sell out pretty fucking quickly. Pretty damn quickly. So I'm hoping that um, we can get tickets immediately. I don't have Kelly's class until 11. Tickets go on sale at 10. We get those tickets immediately. So we'll say, we'll say. And you have no internship this week. Nope. Wait, do you have class at 10? Yeah, I might. You do, don't you? Usually, because I know I, when I go to class at 11, you're getting out at 10. I can get the tickets, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Get to the hookup. No. Got, got electronic devices, we can figure that, it out. Doing class. Doing class. Like, shut up, you little <laughs> Like, what are you doing, kid? Shut up, you little GSM's got your hookup. Holler! If you hear me! I'll be like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be a great show. Looking forward to the NXT in Lowell, Mass. April 21st, May 22nd is... uh. Payback. Rather extreme rules. I'm always getting those two mixed up. SmackDown, Beast in Boston. Who could forget about SummerSlam? Tickets finally announced. They go on sale um, April 1st, which is coincidentally enough the Friday of NXT TakeOver Dallas. That same Friday, tickets go on sale to the general public. Like Going on sale, I think this Friday, um, is the travel packages. So unless you want to spend like 2000 bucks for like a VIP session and a dinner with the superstars, which I'd probably have to give up my entire college tuition for, then I won't be interested. But... And we'll be getting, hopefully, tickets to SummerSlam. Hopefully, hopefully. I said the same thing last year. We really lucked out. And if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't have gone. Because when I went to the website that I went to, I went to Ticketmaster, got screwed over. But you said go to StubHub, and that's where I got tickets. That's where I got mine, too. The thing was, was that I was going to get tickets for like 100 bucks each, um, like up top. And I'm like, I'll hold out a minute or two to get better seats. But I that was stupid thinking. Like, now I know better because I let those seats go. And I had to get, I was freaking out. Like, oh man, now I don't have any seats because there weren't <laughs> any better seats. 
So I ended up getting worse seats than that for a higher price, for 130 bucks. So I was like, oh crap, so I'll just settle for these. I mean, it was worth it. It was a great show and a great experience. Great weekend at SummerSlam, but um, still, SummerSlam in Brooklyn, NXT, and TakeOver. Well, of course, we'll be at TakeOver 2, you know, night before SummerSlam, and Raw, and SmackDown, and Event Superstars, everything that weekend. A lot of stuff coming up. Got to address that first, then we had to spend the first half of the show on that, but uh, great uh, great stuff coming up. Is Mr. Marceau excited? Can't wait. Can't wait. This kid's graduating like two months. Leave the memories alone. Don't change <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. Oh, <laughs> super kick. Super kick party. That's oh what they said. God. He said that. He didn't say, I'm sorry, I love you. He said, super kick party. See Charlotte crying and Reed Flair crying too. Two years before he died. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. I'm sorry. Um, I shouldn't joke about that. But anyway, um, yeah, WrestleMania 33 is heading to Orlando next year. Looking forward to that. So before we get to Raw, news broke early on on Monday. Our next WWE Hall of Fame inductee, the Big Boss Man. I know you were a little bit more open to this than the Godfather. Um, so I'm going to get your thoughts on this. I think it's a good induction. I've been saying for a while now he's not like first ballot Hall of Fame or anything like that. I would induct Rick Rude and like Owen Hart. I don't know why he wouldn't be in after the DVD they put out on him late last year. I guess there's still bad blood between the company and the, and the widow, Martha Hart, whatever. Um, so I don't know when he's going in. But the big boss man is heading into the WWE Hall of Fame. I think he served for the company. He might have left and come back. But I know he was there for like the late 80s as like the country jail guy, as the country jail officer. And then he came back many years later during the Attitude Era as the correction officer with, you know, the, the stick. You know, the, the what is it called? The nightstick? The um, baton. The baton. Yeah, whatever you call it. I don't know. Um, but he had a great gimmick then. He was a part of the McMahon, Helmsley faction, whatever, the corporation I think it was at that time. And um, a couple of hard, a lot of hardcore championships, a couple of maybe a tag team title reign here or there, but um, yeah, he is heading into the WWE Hall of Fame this year along with the fabulous Freebirds, Sting, and the Godfather. So your thoughts? I know you already gave your thoughts on the Godfather going in. I know you're not too happy about that, and, and I don't blame you. Um, but your thoughts on the big boss man RJ heading into the WWE Hall of Fame this year? Um, I I don't mind big boss man because I think he's more deserving than Rikishi and Godfather probably put together. Um, Agreed. He was a big part of the late 80s, and like you said, he came back in the Attitude Era with the uh, McMahon and Helmsley Era. But um, like you said, it's not like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, but like you said, Rick Rude, Owen Hart. There's other guys they could probably put in before him, but I think he's more deserving than Godfather and Rikishi, so I don't have a problem with it. Spoiler alert. Apparently, according to the WWE WrestleMania magazine they put out every year, and I got one last year. They're actually pretty good, but they already spoiled the next two inductees. And, I mean, this has been known for a while now. I don't know about the celebrity inductee. I know it was rumored at one point by, like, Adam from What Culture. They broke the news back in, like, January um, that Regis Philbin was going in, which I don't have too big of a problem with. I mean, he's a wrestling fan. He did a lot for the – a lot of promotion between them and uh, – <clears throat> between them and WWE in, like, the 80s and stuff. So I'm fine with that. I mean, it should be Lemmy, but whatever. Um, maybe they'll have him in, too. Because they have one of his themes, one of the Motorhead's themes for uh, one of their songs for WrestleMania. But apparently the next two inductees will be Stan Hansen, who's a legend, and I'm fine with that, and he's from the Texas area, and Jacqueline Moore. You're, of course, you're familiar with Jackie, Oh, right? Jackie. Of course, of course. So what are your thoughts? I mean, I guess we'll talk about it when it gets confirmed, but any... Um, any disagreement with those two choices? Going I have to no there? idea who the other guy is. Stan Hansen? Yeah, no, no, I mean, he's like one of those old school guys. So. Never heard of him. Jacqueline, I thought she was good. Um, She's deserving. Um, It's not like she was the greatest of all time, but she was kind of pretty much one of the only real wrestlers they had in the Attitude Era, leading up to Trish and Stacey Keebler and like all them coming in. But uh, I think she's very deserving. I think Sable should get in. Uh. She was more, she's the next woman. I feel she's like the next one to get in. And, um, or Miss Elizabeth, but I don't know why she's not already in. Heard she's a little oh, open she... back door. <laughs> behind, behind the scenes, heard she was a little, you know what? Probably was. Yeah. You like Kelly Kelly? Yeah, like Kelly Kelly and <laughs> CM Punk. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <corners>. <laughs> CM Punk dated at least five divas. At least exactly. divas during his time in WWE. But uh, Jacqueline, I, I, I like that. I like it. If it's not Sable, it might as well be Jacqueline. I yeah. mean, I, we talked about it last year, but there's only so many women that you can induct. I mean, there's a lot of women's wrestlers over the years, but I mean, you can induct Eve down the line, but if you inducted her like in the next five years, I'd probably complain. Like it's just a little too soon, and it's not like. Where's Tori Michaelson? Wilson gonna get in? Probably will be at some point. She should be Tori in. Wilson, what about uh? Stacy Keebler should be in too. Oh, Stacy Keebler will definitely be in at some point, if only just because 
of her main roster, main not main roster, a uh, mainstream appeal. Like she dated George Clooney for a time. A lot of she managed know. the Dudley Boys. She did. And Rosie and Hurricane. And she was a uh, Nitro Girl. Nitro WCW. Girl too. Yeah. A lot of storylines with Stacy. So in Test, remember that in Scott Steiner? How could you forget? You were a big fan during that period of time. <laughs> so she was around for a long time. She was, yeah, like you said, she was with uh, the Hurricane and Rosie, uh, superhero in training. Yep. <laughs> Super Stacy. Um, S H I T. But, uh, yeah, I feel like she'd be going in at some point. I'd, I wouldn't complain if she got in in the next five years. Mickey James will probably go in at some point, Beth Phoenix. I mean, I'm trying to think, though, because they're getting to that point where if they ducked anyone from, like, the ruthless aggression era, then it's like you're pushing it. Like, now they're pushing and they're putting in guys from the Attitude Era. Like, if they did this in 04, they put in The Godfather, it would have been the backlash. I know the IWC, so to speak, wasn't as big as it. Yeah, but the thing is, in 04, they're actually inducting people that deserve to be in. Yeah, no. I mean, by this point... Inducting guys like that, like you said, is scraping the bottom of the barrel. So I mean, I could I could see those guys going in down the line. It's way too soon for people like The Godfather and even Rikishi and Big Boss Man. I'm fine with. I'm fine um, with Big Boss Man. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That doesn't really anger me as much. I think I'm I'm actually cool with that. But um, you know, if they started inducting Carlito or Shelton Benjamin, which would make no sense in the next couple of years. What about Chris Benoit? Alleged murderer. Chris Masters. Chris Masters. Why not? He's in the company for like ten years. He never won a single title. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'd be fine with that. It's, you know, not Chris Masters, but I mean, like, ruthless aggression people down the line. So, yeah, I'm just trying to think of other people that could get inducted. But, yeah, back to the original argument that I was trying to make, that for the women, after Medusa got in, who I felt like was long overdue when they inducted her last year, um, like I said, there's not many women that come to mind other than Miss Elizabeth and Sable. But I feel like if they're going to induct Sable, I don't think this is their mindset, but at this point, if they haven't inducted her already... They, sh- they might as well wait until they go to Minneapolis, which, like you said, is probably going to be 34, which is where Brock Lesnar, obviously... I don't think he lives there currently. I think he lives in Canada now. He resides from Minneapolis. That's where he's, like, from. Yeah, that's where he's from. Yeah, that's yeah where I, don't think he li- I don't know. He might live there still. I, don't I think he Maybe. lives in Canada. He probably has multiple houses. Probably, yeah. I wouldn't, it's it's the Beast Incarnate. Multiple houses for uh, hunting reasons. Yeah. Wouldn't be shocked, but... uh. I think, and that's probably going to be his last WrestleMania too, because I think he signed a deal last, I mean, I know he signed a deal, but I don't know how long it was for. I think it was for three years, which would take us up to two years from now, a WrestleMania 34 in Minneapolis. You, I don't know if you would induct him the same year. Um, you might as well, but I mean, it's not like Ric Flair, so um, what they did at WrestleMania 24. What? Oh my God, Beast needs to be in now. He, he, he will be at some When's point. Goldberg going to get in? What about Rocky? Rock's in. No, he's not. No, no, The Rock's not in. I think they're waiting until he's officially done wrestling. I think that's it. Like Stone Cold, they waited five years until after he officially retired from the ring. And I mean, I know there's been rumors going around for years that he was going to wrestle in another match, but well, he never did. No, he never did. And I don't think there was ever really the plan to. Shawn Michaels is in, right? Shawn Michaels got in the year after he retired, yeah, because they know that he was done. So yeah. Which Triple H getting in? When he's When's done. Vince. Too? Vince is going in after he's dead. He's not going in. I know he's like an egomaniac, but. He's going to have to, like, oh, you know, get the camera light on me and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be directing. You know how he, like, directs everything behind the scenes with Kevin Dunn? He's directing his own induction ceremony. You know, it's, it's just weird. So I don't yeah. think he's going to do it before he dies, which sucks. I think he should go in. It's not like he's going to resign and then get inducted because he's not going to resign. He's going to die in charge of the company. I think we all know that. Uh-oh. That's been a discussion for a while. It's going to croak while he's in charge. Um, it's not like with Vince Sr., who had cancer, I believe, and I think he stepped down before Vince Jr. took over. Um but yeah, I think, you know, this is the point that I was going to make. If you go to the website, Not in the Hall of Fame, I don't know if that's the exact URL, but if you go to Google and type in Not in the WWE Hall of Fame, there's a great website. And they, I don't know, it's really all subjective, but this committee put together this list of hundreds of people that that will be going, that should go into the Hall of Fame at some point. And, um, like, number one was Macho Man Randy Savage for a long time before, obviously, that got um, finally, you know, that finally occurred last year. I think 1A is, like, Vince right now, or 1A is Undertaker, 1B is Vince. And, like, the next couple of ones are, you know, Owen Hart. British and Bulldog. British Bulldog, Rick Rude, um, Dynamite Kid. You can check out the list for yourself. I know Fra- Fabulous Freebirds are, like, number 10 on the list, and they're going to be, you know, written off the list at some point. Sting's, like, number 9. So they should just go to that website. And I mean, again, it's all subjective from, like, a fan's point of view. I'm sure it's not run by wrestlers or anything, like... I know with, like, the Baseball Hall of Fame, which I'm not too familiar with, but in order to get something like that, it's all peer evaluation, isn't it? You have to be voted in by, like, a committee to get yeah, in. Yeah, but, you like, a legitimate of, committee. Yeah, you have to get, like, X amount of votes. So, like, there's certain years, like, only one or two people get in. Yeah, exactly. It's not, like, 
the WWE let, they Hall don't let everyone just run in at once. Exactly. It's not like with the WWE Hall of Fame, it's like, okay, whoever's on our on our good list this year, like whoever's on good terms with this is, this year. You know what I mean? Otherwise, Savage would have been in 20 years ago. You know what I mean? So, I think, isn't Mike Piazza going in this year? Yeah. That's what I heard, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what they should do with the WWE Hall of Fame, not induct 20 people in the same year. That's why they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, because they induct 10 people at a time. And not only is that not right, should they, you know, stretch it out, but... You watch the Hall of Fame ceremony, which was always great on USA Network, and I enjoyed watching because it was an hour long. They would cut the speeches a little bit short, and we would get the most notable moments. And I like watching the Hall of Fame now for the past two years in the WWE Network in its entirety, but it's very long. It's like four hours. Larry Zbysko went on for like a freaking half hour with his speech last year, and I love Larry Zbysko. I love Lita. She had like a 45 She had minutes. like an hour long speech. Love Lita. Met her last year. Great girl. Did not need to have an hour-long speech. Did she deserve the induction? Absolutely. Paul Bear's kids were there for like 20 seconds. Exactly. Like um, Tatsu Fujinami last he year. He said like, thank you. and then Thank you, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, like, you know, Mr. T was out there for like an hour talking about his mama and whatever. And then Kane had to kick him off the stage. Remember that? It was very funny. You could check it on the network. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think if they cut it down to like four or five people. And they've been doing this forever. Like the WrestleMania 21 class or the WrestleMania 20 class. they like... 15 people in it. Remember that? WrestleMania 20 class was huge. 20 was huge, yeah. And that was, I don't, you know, they didn't televise it at that point. I don't even know if you could watch that on the network. Yeah, you can. You can? 20? I didn't know that. I gotta check that out. I know you can after like WrestleMania 24. That was when they started televising it on USA Network for, you know, extra ratings and stuff. Um, Like, as it currently stands with everyone getting like 45 minutes per speech, it's like a four hour show. You're dead by the time it's over and I feel bad for the wrestlers if anything else they're sitting there in the front row all like dressed up and they have Wrestlemania the next day after a long draining week doing festivities and fan access and blah 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 they're sitting there for an a- four hours listening to these guys ramble on and on which again I appreciate <laughs> I'm grateful for but they're sitting there how many times can you stand up and clap for a speech you know what I mean I think Jericho talked about in his book that he like refused to stand up and clap after every single time, like someone would say something, because people would stand up and clap after, after every thank you from the wrestler that was getting inducted. Like it gets old at some point, you know, at a certain point. But anyway, that's that's my mini two cents on the uh, on the WWE. That's how you really feel, God. No, I'm not trashing it. I'm just saying that's what you know. That's a better way to you know go about it and air it and stuff because it just becomes a four hour long draining experience. It's not like you know it's garbage. I'm not going to watch it because. You know, I complain about it. I'm still going to watch it anyway. That's just the fan that I am. But I'm, you know, just offering a other solution here. But anyway, moving on to Monday Night Raw last night. Shane McMahon coming back after a two-week absence to address Vince McMahon. A very entertaining, uh, very entertaining back back and forth in the mic between the two, talking about the WrestleMania 32 match, and you know, talking about the Undertaker and Shane talking about how um, Vince is out of touch, which was great. And a lot of CM Punk chants. Vince is like, okay, I'll just wait until that's over with. That didn't last too long, and that was funny. Um, but yeah, entertaining, entertaining back and forth between the two on the mic. Nothing too much more than that. Not much more than that. Security security guards come out. You know the the scrappy security guards who are like indie wrestlers or something. The guys are schmucks. They get knocked out in a minute by uh, by Shane O'Mac. Four on one odds, and Shane beats them all up. Um, got to see some uh, good old one two from Shane O'Mac. Bring the old jabs back. Shane O'Mac. Oh, yeah. But anyway, Shane O'Mac getting the better of the security guards. End of the segment. We also got a video package from later on highlighting the best of Shane O'Mac in the ring, which was very cool, which you appreciated. Um, but, yeah, your thoughts on the opening segment last night. Didn't go a half hour either. It just went solid 15 minutes. Uh, the opening segment was all right. They really didn't accomplish much, though. Like you said, they kind of just, like, went over what his thoughts on Vince. And Vince just said he wasn't his son. Dropped the picture frame. That was probably... Made it cost ten cents. It smashed right away. Probably bought it at Goodwill or something. I was gonna say bought it at the dollar store or something, and then he <laughs> s- stepped on it, and then that was pretty much it. They really didn't do anything of noteworthy. They didn't like say anything more about the match, or there's not a stipulation or anything like that. So the seven was for what it was. It was okay, I guess. It did go fifteen minutes. It was a little stretch for me, but um, I like the video package they had for, for Shane McMahon's highlights of his career. They had, the, I remember, Big Show. Seth Rollins, uh, I don't remember anyone else. Maybe John Cena, too. Maybe John Cena, maybe Dolph Ziggler, too. I yeah. don't know. I'll throw him in there because he's yeah. usually in those. And I thought it was a little good, like, uh, dedication to what he's done in his career. And um, I think that uh, it was really nice for them to do that. And I don't think we've talked about it here on the show before. I talked about it in the video blog, a random video blog this past Friday on the YouTube channel. Cheap plug, subscribe now. 
Um, my favorite Shino Mac matches, and as someone who has been watching him since 2002, 2003, you know a lot better than I would. I'm just going off of matches I've seen in the WWE Network and absolutely loved. And there's so many matches to choose from, and also this month, you know, not this month, but starting this month in the WWE Network, you could check out the best of Shino Mac and the Shino Mac collection. And you said that right when he came back, like, where's the best of Shane McMahon in the WWE Network? Came out within the next day. Good. And um, it, not only his best matches, but his best moments, too. So you can check it out. I, I watched a few on the network. They're great. So, RJ, any uh, Shane McMahon matches that you would recommend to the WrestleRant viewing or listening audience to uh, watch before WrestleMania? Any of the ones versus Kane. So it would be Unforgiven 03 and Survivor Series 03. Ambulance I and Last Man Standing. Love both those matches. I don't know if the year's right. 2006 Saturday Night Main Event against Shawn Michaels? Yep. That was a great match. Um, King of the Ring 2001 against Kurt Angle is amazing. I think it was, was it 01 or, I think it was 2000. No, 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 no. Angle won in 2000. Yeah. 01 is when he lost because of Shane. Mac. It was yeah. 01. Okay, you're right, you're right. Kids these days. And GSM on his toes. Yeah, because he <laughs> fought Big Show at King of the Ring 2000. Did he? Shane McMahon did. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. And then he jumped off the Titantron? Oh, my goodness. No, was that... I feel like that was Backlash, though. Yeah, so I said Backlash 2000. I thought you said King of the Ring 2000. Or maybe I did see King of the Ring, maybe but it was both. Backlash. Maybe they had a long feud. No, I don't, I don't think so. But it was coming off because Shane O'Mac represented Big Show at WrestleMania and the yep. four-way at WrestleMania 2000. You're yep. right, you're right. So, um, those matches, I'm trying to think. None of us... The one at Backlash 09 was okay. He wasn't really a big uh, factor, factor in the match, exactly. but... Um, that was a good match, too. I loved it. You could see me marking out. You were there. That was his Randy final Orton. match. Yeah. yeah, for Randy Orton winning. But, um, Mini Marceau in the WWE Network for only $9.99. Seriously. <laughs> but uh, all his matches are pretty good. I'm not like, trying to like stroke him off. but he, oh, You're right. His, no, like, it wasn't like he fought off singles <laughs> matches, so it's not like he was needed to be technically sound. They were mostly yeah. like street fights or hardcore fights. So um, I, I like those ones, so... Any of those are good for me. He wasn't a wrestler, per se. He was a great performer. So, and I say that because you watch his WrestleMania 17 match. I don't think it was my favorite Chino Mac match, but it's definitely up there. I talked about it in the WrestleMania Recall Series on Next Year Wrestling all month long. Talked about it over the weekend. What's today's? Is it up? Today's? No, it's not up yet. It's oh. not up. It's not up. It's going to be up after we finish the show. So Ooh. you can go back to your dorm. You can go back to your mod and check out the article. It's going to be published immediately afterwards. But, um... Yeah, WrestleMania 17, Shane O'Mac versus Vinnie Mac. Great match. And you watch it back, not a single wrestling hold. It's not a wrestling match. It's a great angle, though. And you can check out the article for yourself. But in a nutshell, you have Trish coming down with Linda, who was in a, um, a paralyzed state at that point. You had Mick Foley as a special guest referee. You had Stephanie backing up Vince. So many different factors, so much to watch for, and so freaking entertaining. And this is coming from someone who doesn't really religiously watch Attitude Era content on the WWE Network. It's just not my cup of tea. A lot of entertaining pay-per-views. WrestleMania 17 is probably, my, you know, undoubtedly my favorite Attitude Era pay-per-view. But that match summed up what the Attitude Era was about, was all about in just, you know, 15 minutes. So that's a great Shane Mac match I would recommend, too, in addition to the ones that you said. Um, the ones against Michaels and Big Show, Kurt Angle, Kane, all great matches. Check them out, WWE Network. Um, so that was the opening segment on Raw last night. Right after that, we had Kevin Owens against Neville in a very good match. And a lot like Owens and Ziggler, you know, Owens and Neville have had no less than a million matches in the past year, year and a half. But they're always so good that I can't complain. The Chicago crowd ate it up. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because they were in Chicago, so they knew the fans would appreciate it more. But it felt like Neville, and especially AJ Styles, who we'll talk about momentarily, you know, um, pulled out more out of their arsenal than usual. Like Owens pulled out a, a Phoenix Splash from the second rope. And, uh, I mean, Neville did. Did I say Styles? You said Owens. Oh, Owens, yes. Owens did. Owens did. No, I'm just kidding. Owens went for the moonsault, moonsault, which he doesn't usually do. He didn't connect again, but he did go for it. And, you know, Neville pulling out a lot out of his arsenal more than usual, which is great. If they save it for special moments, if you do it every week, it's not special. But when you do it, when it matters most, I mean, this wasn't a title match, but it was in front of Chicago, who ate it up. Maybe there were this is awesome chance. I don't really remember. Very good match. Owens wins by pulling the tights, gets back in the ring, attacks Neville, is about to hit him with a pop-up powerbomb, probably on the barricade or the on ring the apron. apron. Whoa, whoa, let's go. Sami Zayn comes out. I lose my shiznit. Jump through RJ's two windows in his mod. You were there. You can attest to that. I can. Went nuts parading around that mod room. And uh, Sami Zayn comes out like a bat out of hell, going straight for Kevin Owens. Brief brawl. Owen, or Neville helps him out, rather. Clear them, or clear Owens from the ring. You know, Sami Zayn and Neville celebrating the ring. Kind of a reunion of sorts from our evolution, which also involved Kevin Owens. Remember, 
Sami Zayn beat Neville at our evolution in December 2014 for the NXT Championship right before Kevin Owens debuted, or I mean right after Kevin Owens debuted and attacked Sami Zayn. So it all kind of comes full circle on Monday Night Raw about, you know, how many months later? 15 months later. Um, but yeah, great match. Great return from Sami Zayn in the main roster. We've been hearing for a while now that Sami Zayn was penciled in for a match at WrestleMania, but we hear a lot of things. We also heard that Kevin Owens might be uh, defending the title in a multi-man match at WrestleMania, which might still be the case. We could get, you know, Owens, Zayn, Styles, and Jericho in a four-way, which I hope isn't the case. I mean, it would be a great match, but I feel like those could be two separate matches. It's two separate feuds um, instead of cramming them into one match. But, you know, I've been talking about this for a long time now. As soon as Sami Zayn got hurt back in May last year, I was thinking, you know, I was thinking for the United States Championship because I thought Owens would beat Cena for it, but silly me. Um, we got it for the IC Championship instead. Owens won back the belt a couple weeks ago. Sami Zayn officially main roster bound, which is great. He's facing Samoa Joe tomorrow night in NXT. Number one contenders, two out of three count falls match, which we'll talk about, cheap plug, on WWEC Radio on Thursday, full review of NXT. Um, he's also facing Nakamura. You know, spoiler alert, at TakeOver Dallas. Nakamura's another one, too, we might be able to see at uh, NXT Live. I forgot about that. And the greatest man who ever lived, Austin Aries. Oh, uh, yeah. Completely forgot about that. That's going to be awesome. <sighs> That's going to be me. Wearing my Austin Aries t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it's great. Sami Zayn is on the main roster, looking like he is en route to an Intercontinental Championship match against the uh, Montreal, not Montreal, Quebec native. Where is he from? Maryville. 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 Ontario, Canada? Quebec. He's from Maryville, Quebec. Gotcha, gotcha. Native at WrestleMania 32 for the Intercontinental Championship. So, RJ, your thoughts on the match itself and Sami Zayn being back on Monday Night Raw? I thought the match, like you said, was really good. Uh, Neville did pull out a lot from his uh, arsenal and kind of gave Kevin Owens all that he had and uh, honestly came up a little bit short. But, you know, for Neville, he really showed that what he can display and the Chicago crowd did eat it up, so... It's good to see Neville actually being televised and showing what he can, um, can what do. Of, yeah, yeah, what he's capable of. Um, but then, like you said, Owens wins by the tights, tacks him. Right when he set up the pop up on the apron, I'm like, up, oh, Sami Zayn's definitely coming out. Out comes Sami Zayn. They fend it off of Owens. Him and Neville celebrate. So it's a good like. Let's like the Owens Zayn story can just keep going on. Like they have that so much back history that like it's like Shawn Michaels and Triple H that they can just keep wrestling and people still be intrigued still the words right from my mouth <laughs> Kevin not Kevin Owens or yeah Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn but also a lot like Dean Ambrose and, and Seth, uh, Rollins. Seth Rollins exactly I love those kind of feuds and I could not agree more but uh, any thoughts on the match at Wrestlemania for the IC Championship should be a good match I think I penciled in as the opening match in my article cheap plug stop so that would be a good first match to get the crowd nice and hot. Don't stop with the cheap plugging, but stop with the awesomeness. That would be that match at WrestleMania in the open. That would be amazing. And Sami Zayn winning. <laughs> oh, my God. I could just see it now. The Marceau residence, April 3rd. Jesus, I'm going to be there. I'll be like this. <laughs> He's wearing a Fight Owens Fight t-shirt. I am right wearing my Fight Owens Fight t-shirt. He'll be wearing that shirt, and I'll be wearing my Sami Zayn t-shirt. Underdog I think, it's, I think I'm going with the last kicker. <laughs> You think so? Uh-oh. Yeah, I asked you a couple Possibly weeks ago. the new Big Dog shirt I get at SmackDown. Bottom, bottom, bottom. That, so that, was, that was the uh, cock of the fist. Superman. Superman punch spear. No. I cry. Now that you're on your Roman Reigns fix, we have to watch WrestleMania 31 soon. Right. Great match against Brock Lesnar. Love the sell by... Uh... Brock Lesnar on the Superman Doesn't even punch. fall. No, he like <laughs> flails onto the ropes and gets back up. Oh, great match. Doesn't even fall to his feet. Still on his, still on his feet, I should Good say. Good trust me at 30, too. We gotta the watch that two one. Two minute and 30 second squash of uh, middle-aged outlaws and Kane. <laughs> Love the mask they have. They no, have like, it worked for a night. That good. was the thing. Yeah, keep it special. Keep it, They should sell those and in they, the WWE like, shop. Had uh, the power powerbomb like made Billy Gunn's like inside blade. Yeah, he was. I don't think he's re- no. They wrestled that one match against the Ascension at Royal Rumble last year, but that's it. Then he got fired because he's a druggie, pumping steroids, <laughs> got a needle in his ass. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like it. I like the idea of Sami Zayn versus Owens at WrestleMania. Great opener. Very happy to see Sami Zayn in the main roster. Now he's kind of pulling double duty between NXT and the main roster, going into WrestleMania 32 weekend. It's going to be a big weekend for Sami Zayn from the underdog from the underground. Facing Nakamura on Friday, and presumably, who knows, they could have the match on Saturday at Roadblock, for all we know, um, against Sami Zayn, the WWE champion, for, I'm sorry, it's Kevin Owens, Owens, for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32. So that was good. We had Brie Bella up next against Summer Rae. 
Two-minute match. It wasn't really anything noteworthy. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Semaray won off a distraction from Lana at ringside. We talked about it last week. Any more thoughts on a potential Lana Brie Bella feud at WrestleMania? I don't want to see it. If I they're like, going to do it, just do it in like a battle royal and just have them blow it off there. I don't want to see a one-on-one match. I, I don't know. Not that it doesn't make sense. I mean, they're building a match, but like, why? 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 I mean, I like the idea, like you said in your article a couple weeks ago, I like the idea of two women's matches at WrestleMania. I mean, one women's match alone, they never get enough time. Yeah. And they're finally giving the Divas focus for the Divas championship picture. Um, but Brie Bella and Lana, like even if it's on the kickoff show. No one's going to tune in to watch that. I don't care. I will. I mean, we'll be, yeah, we'll be watching it. But Brie I don't, Bella. it's not like I'm going to be like going into it. Like that's, that shouldn't happen. Like, it's like Fandango's first match at WrestleMania 29. Who cares? Hyping the in-ring debut of Lana? That ship sailed if, it, if there was a ship to begin with. <laughs> Remember, like, last year when they were kind of teasing that Lana might get in the ring yeah. against with Ziggler against, like, Summer Rae and Rusev? Yeah. Never got that match. Don't really care that we never got that match. But, like, even then, I wasn't too interested in seeing Lana in the ring because I know she's not good. She's a pretty girl, but I don't want to see her wrestling. I mean, it's good that she's training, but I had just no intention or desire to see her in the ring, much less against Brie Bella, where I know the match isn't going to be that great. And I like Brie Bella. Don't get me wrong. Bella Army, don't kill me. Don't send me angry tweets. I just don't see the match happening, or I could see the match happening. I just don't really see why. There's no real end game. Like, even if it's for a future shot of the Divas Championship, I don't care. Like, do a battle royal like you said on your, you know, cheap plug, your new article tomorrow. Just blow it, and then they can just blow it off there. In the battle royal, yeah. Just keep it limited, not just a one-on-one match. So I like that idea. So after that, we had Dean Ambrose confronting Triple H to hype their match at Roadblock. Um, did this match, or rather segment, make you any more excited for the match for the WWE Championship on Saturday at Roadblock? Not really. I think it was just kind of a standard promo to get Triple H and Ambrose matches. Their match, like, pumped up, I guess, and, like, recognition. But really, I'm, I'm already excited for the match, but I don't, like, need reinsurance. Exactly. I mean, I think also they needed to, um, you know, set in stone the main event for the night against Bray Wyatt, Dean yeah. Ambrose, Ambrose and Wyatt for the main event, you know, on last night's Raw. So a good segment, good back and forth, didn't blow me away or anything like that. Um, I thought the opening segment with Sheen uh, Mac and Vinnie Mac was better, you know, from a verbal standpoint. But still, solid for what it was, served its purpose, didn't run too long, so good in that, you know, respect. So after that, we had League of Nations taking on Dolph Ziggler in a 3-in-1 handicap elimination match. After Dolph Ziggler tweeted about the authority um, earlier on in the day, got punished by Stephanie... This is so shades of, like, late 2014, when I actually cared about Dolph Ziggler. I don't care about Dolph Ziggler anymore. There's a difference. I like the Wyatt family. I don't care about the Wyatt family. I like Dolph Ziggler a lot, but I don't care about Dolph Ziggler because I know he's not going anywhere, you know? Oh, big multi-man match at WrestleMania. Who cares? Sit in my hands. It's going to be a great wrestling match. It's a lot like the IC title match from last year. A great match? Absolutely. Great finish? Definitely. Love when Daniel Bryan won the belt. But was that build, honestly, like, when you watch the WrestleMania alone, like, when I go back and watch pay-per-views in the network, like WrestleManias, I don't know about the build. I just enjoy the match. So people, 10 years from now, they're going to enjoy the hell out of that match at WrestleMania 31 for the IC Championship. But for people like you and I who were watching at that time and watched the build, did you care about the match at all? Not really. Knowing it would be a good match, sure. Yeah. But the build, like, oh, it's my IC title. No, it's my IC title. That was stupid. That was <laughs> elementary garbage. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Also considering like Art Truth was involved. Stardust. Stardust. People know it. Barrett was the champion going. Barrett was awful. I like Barrett, but his reign was awful. Luke Harper was kind of his ship had sailed by that point. They already kind of buried him. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's Enter a shovel. Enter the shovel, exactly. Dolph Ziggler, same thing. Like Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler were the only real two people in that match that people cared about. To win. And Dean Ambrose. And Dean, and not not Ziggler, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dean Ambrose and Daniel Bryan. Um, this match is really no different. We have no idea what's happening with these two at WrestleMania. Like, oh, Miz wins on Raw one week. He's not even on the show the next week. So, which is fine. It's not like I was crying that he wasn't on the show. Not like it matters. Um, the most must-see WWE superstar in history. Not even on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> the most missed superstar in history. Um, anyway, most missable, sorry. But, yeah, I thought the match was... It was a good match. Ziggler against League of Nations. Um, very well wrestled, but... Don't care about League of Nations, care even less about Dolph Ziggler. Or maybe the other way around. But either way, in a nutshell, I don't care. Yeah, Any I thoughts could, about these guys? I'll say the same. The match was what it was. Barrett got eliminated, and then the upper, like the numbers game got on the upper hand on Ziggler. But really didn't matter because none of these guys really have any direction right now going into WrestleMania, so no one really cares. 
I read a report that said the match was originally supposed to be a three-on-one handicap match, but then officials caught word of Barrett leaving. Make an elimination match, damn it. Get Barrett out of there. Have him be the only one eliminated. I'm just kidding. I didn't read that, but I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Like, they don't care about Barrett. They, they've been burying him for years, but the fact that he's leaving doesn't help his cause whatsoever. I don't know where Del Rio was. His absence was not explained. Not like I care, um, but the match was good. Harge is a big Del Rio fan. Viva Del Rio? I hate Del Rio. Did you buy that Viva Del Rio, the yellow shirt that we saw at WrestleMania 29? Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's at the bottom of your draw, yep. right? Yep. Ah, that's right. Next to the Tyler Breeze one. Ah, yeah, no, that one you actually have. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have that one. <laughs> that's not a bad shirt. The Del Rio one? Uh, yeah, it's kind of bad. It's kind of stupid. Viva Del Rio. Rito. Battle. Oh, my God. Don't care about Del Rio. Um, but anyway, moving on to more exciting things. Divas Tag Team Action, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch quickly beating Team Bad. Not a bad match. Didn't get nearly as much time as they did at Fastlane, but still served its purpose in hyping up the Divas title match at WrestleMania. Charlotte attacking, uh, Charlotte uh, attacking, as Becky Lynch would say, attacking Lynch and Sasha Banks afterwards. Like I said, building momentum towards the Divas title match at WrestleMania 32. I, thought the, I think the build so far for this match has been very, very good. And like you said earlier, I could not agree more. The most excited for a match that, I, I mean, I wasn't watching at this point, but... I've never, ever, in my eight years as a wrestling fan, I've never been excited for a women's match at Mania. Like, last year, I thought maybe there's a chance they could give them more time or do something special, because that was around the time we had the whole give divas a chance thing that kind of jump-started online that led to nothing, pretty much. They got more time on Raw, but like you said, the match at WrestleMania last year wasn't bad, but it was like any other tag team match. It was better than any other women's match we had gotten in years or Mania, but nothing special. This could be really, really good. And we talked about it last week. It's now official. Like I said earlier, Becky, the boss, and now um, the fam the family flair, Skyon, you know, uh, Charlotte uh, as the Divas Champion, going into WrestleMania as the Divas Champion. It's official for WrestleMania, a triple threat match between the last kicker, the boss, and Charlotte for the Divas Championship. Most have cared about a Divas title match in a long, 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 long time. And I love it. Perfect stage four at WrestleMania. So, anyway, RJ, your thoughts as the senior Diva columnist for NextDayWrestling.net. No longer self-proclaimed, you have the official title. Oh, you better now. Pointed by uh, the founder of Next Era Wrestling. It's not oh. Mr. Marceau. I know you put that on your resume. But you're not GSN. I'm not. I'm, but I'm not Mr. Marceau either. No. <laughs> anyway, Senior Diva Columnist for Next Era Wrestling.net, Mr. Marceau, your thoughts for um, your thoughts on the tag team match and the Divas title match at WrestleMania? Well, I thought the tag team match was good for what it was, like you said. They really didn't get a lot of time, but Charlotte attacking them at the end kept the story going, you know. I feel like they're kind of making Becky look more of the underdog. Like, she's the one that kind of got taken out in the match, and then Sasha got the victory. Sasha got attacked after the Becky tried to help, and she got attacked again. So, I feel like they're kind of, like, focusing on, like, people thinking it's going to be just Sasha and Charlotte, the ones that have the chance. But there's that small chance, and it's going to happen, when <laughs> Becky Lynch wins. And I explode into a meddling pieces. Because I'm going to go nuts when it happens. I can't wait for that. Oh, Mr. Marcel Markout moment. Is it going to be a bigger markout moment than the UFC upsets on Saturday? Easily. Your thoughts on those, by the way? Very good fights. I would recommend them if you like UFC. Even if you don't, I feel like people would like Even it. if you don't, it's still good. But if even if you especially if you like UFC, you should watch them. Definitely worth watching. Yes. Definitely worth checking out. But um, will it be a bigger markout moment than that? Easily. It might it, be bigger than Rollins cashing in I was going to say, is it going to be a bigger markout moment? Possibly. Than or a bigger market moment than Rollins winning the U.S. title at uh, SummerSlam. Oh, no, that was, that was brutal. We were there for that one, so. But you're going to be at WrestleMania. You already bought your tickets, right? Yeah. Front row seats. Mm -hmm. Dallas. Mm -hmm. In DT Stadium. Yep. April 3rd. Yep. That's what I thought. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about the possibilities now. I'm going to explode. Already marking out for the. Uh, I can see the disarmor right now, and Michael Cole. Tap Charlotte. Tap Charlotte. Tap up Batista. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you now do you feel like this is the case of that they're focusing. Wrestling 101, the person who doesn't get as enough as much focus is usually the one who wins the championship. I think, you know. I think like yeah. going going into Fastlane, the triple threat match with Roman Reigns, Lesnar and Ambrose, Reigns wasn't really focused on at all. No. We all know he was winning and he did. <laughs> so, could it be the same thing with Hopefully, the last I hope so. Um I don't know. I think like you said, Sasha's she, she's fine. She loses and won't kill her. She can win down the line. She's been at WrestleMania before, WrestleMania 30. She was on set with and Charlotte. And Charlotte. So they've already had their moment. Okay? And Tushville. And Tushville, yes. <laughs> they had their moment. you know. They And Becky Lynch has been the underthought of this whole Divas Revolution for since uh, August and July, whatever they came up. July, yeah. So it's been August, September, October, November, January, February, March. It's going to be nine months in April. Yep. And 
till November, she was pretty much the afterthought. She's been perfect chase mode since then. She's beaten Charlotte. And the only time she's lost, been like getting cheated or dirty, dirty loss. So she's been protected. And I think the crowd's getting behind her. I think it's time to establish her as the next babyface Divas Division. Because Sasha's a tweener. And she then is. Brie Bella's Brie Bella. Like she's going to go make kids soon. So <laughs> Becky Lynch, people. Can't rely on her. Becky Lynch has a lot of mileage, a lot of potential. She's very, very good in the ring. Gorgeous girl, gorgeous. <laughs> but um, great in the ring, too. And like yep. you said, organically over. And the chase, the story is there. The story is there. Like Daniel Bryan. She's the underthought of PCB. 30. They can't even go far as that back. They can't. She tried, they can, they she can. tried to help Charlotte. She helped Charlotte win a couple matches. Charlotte's threw her on the side. Gets her chance. The biggest stage in the lawn wins. You know what I'm looking forward to? The video package for this match. It should be good. They've been giving video packages for the women for a while now. I don't know if they did one at TLC for The one Charlotte. for Brie Bell and Charlotte at Royal Rumble was really good. That was good. The one for Charlotte and Becky, too, at Royal Rumble was also very, yeah. very good. Like I said, I don't know if they did one for... Um, or Fastlane. Fastlane was uh, Brie Bell and Charlotte. Oh, what did you say? I said Royal Rumble. Oh, no, yeah, that was Fastlane. Yeah, the Rumble one for Charlotte, Becky was good. I don't know if they had one for Paige and Charlotte at TLC. I didn't care about that match anyway. They did yeah, have one at Survivor Series. What's the brother doing? <laughs> that was Survivor Series. He's <laughs> pulping pills, isn't he? No, she didn't say that. <laughs> but um, they did have a video package for that match. So they're giving more focus for these matches, which is great. And I'm looking forward to the video package for this match. Throw in some footage of the uh, NXT4 Horsewoman. <laughs> Put Bailey. Oh! Disappear her again. How about they do a rematch the next night on Raw? Now comes, you know, Becky retains the title. Bum, bum, ba da 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 dum, bum. There ain't no stopping us now. <sighs> I'll be like... Sitting on your hands? Yep. That's what RJ's Especially doing. Especially when Enzo and Cass come out. <laughs> S-A-W-F-D. Soft. I'll be like, get the hell off my TV screen. <laughs> Fowler Club, Bailey, Enzo and Cass. <laughs> I'm going to melt. I'm already. I'm more excited for the Rock to WrestleMania than I am for WrestleMania itself. <laughs> more excited for that than Roadblock or Takeover, Hall of Fame, WrestleMania, Beast in Boston. That Rock to WrestleMania when Bailey comes up after she loses the belt to uh, Yes Oscar. Takeover. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! But it hasn't been taped yet, so it's not a real spoiler. Just my prediction. We'll save those predictions for a couple weeks down yeah. the line. But um, yeah, it's gonna be great. So anyway, speaking of awesome things, WWE Tag Team Title Match, one of the best. Probably the best Raw match of the year so far. I mean, there hasn't been one Raw match so far this year that has made me go, wow, that was, like, amazing. So I feel like this has been the best Raw match of 2016 up to this point. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. If there is any other matches, please point it out to me. Um, but anyway, WWE Tag Team Titles, The New Day Defending against Y2AJ. You bought your shirt, right? Yep. Code break and risk taking. Yep. That's what I thought. That's what it, it's going to be here when? Next month? Yep. After Jericho has already beaten Styles at WrestleMania? Yep. That's what I thought. Okay. Yep. Um, for the WWE Tag Team Championships, great match. Very, very well wrestled. New Day winning in clean fashion with a code breaker into a big ending, which was an awesome finish, by the way. Still the WWE Tag Team Champions, the New Day. Um, Jericho being consoled by the phenomenal one afterwards, and Jericho hitting Styles with not one, not two, but three code breakers. And the old Y2J smirk um, pretty much solidified him as a heel. Finally, at last, at long last, it's great to see Jericho back as a heel, which I've always said he he has worked better as. He's a great babyface, but um, he's been a babyface for like four years at this point. So it's something new for Y2J. Continues that feud between Styles and Jericho going to Mania. And like you said, I know you're not too thrilled about this. Um, it's another to keep something to keep the feud alive. I feel like they've had such a good feud since the Rumble. They would be throwing it away if they didn't do it at WrestleMania. You know, in some form or fashion. In a submission match, two out of three count falls, or whatever. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. But your thoughts on the match itself, that I thought was awesome, like I said, and the latest developments in the Y2AJ are just rather Jericho versus Styles feud. I thought the match was really good. Like you said, it's probably the best match so far in Raw. There is very entertaining. There's plenty of spots. Like, oh my God, is that the end? They hit the big ending. They hit the jumping, like, the... With Kofi, yeah. Yeah, they, whatever. I don't know how that's called. Yeah, big ending called. times two, I'll call it. Pretty much, yeah. They hit that, and then Jericho... And Jericho pushed in, he hit uh, AJ Styles oh, at the 450. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, then he went for the co-breaker, Biggie turned in a big ending, and they won. Um, the split, I wasn't the biggest fan of. I thought there was money in Jericho and Styles, but yeah, I get that the big blow off would come at WrestleMania, but you could still save it down the line for like a SummerSlam or 
You don't need to throw all your eggs in one basket and blow all the feuds off at WrestleMania because they, they've already wrestled three or four times. It's not gonna. I hope the guy doesn't go after WrestleMania. They can't have like three or four more matches, but um, I think they could have been suitable tag team champions. I think it would have been good for Styles and Jericho since they're both older and they could get younger guys over eventually. But I guess they're gonna go on the one v one route. So it's nice to see the New Day retain. So it's interesting to see what they're gonna be doing at. WrestleMania. It would have been cool to see Y2AJs in the tag team title match. You know, them versus New Day again at WrestleMania or versus <clears throat> the Balor Club, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, which I'm, I'm assuming they're coming up after Mania at this point. It feels like it's, you know we're too close to WrestleMania. It's going to be three weeks by next Monday, so it's going to be way too soon. Who knows? Anything's possible. But um, anyway, that would have been cool. But like I said last week, I feel like the money with Styles, they're not wasting Jericho and, and Styles if they had him in a tag team title match, but I feel like you could get more out of them in a one-on-one match of Mania. I feel like Styles' first WrestleMania match should be a singles match on the grand and stage. And a loss. And a loss, he says. And a loss, Mr. Marcel. Bold prediction. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> but um, get the big old WrestleMania entrance. No, they don't want none. No, no, they don't want none. 100,000 people throwing the hoods off. Throwing the hands in the air. No one's going to do that. They're all going to do that. <laughs> so over right now. Got a big pop in Chicago crowd. Um, but I love it. I love the idea of a one-on-one match. That's a story they've been building for a while now. I love that little detour with the... And we knew the heel turn was coming. It was more a matter of when and not if. And it came last night in Chicago, the same place where Jericho debuted. And he talked about that in his post-match promo. That was great. Great storytelling. Um, so I love it. Styles is the babyface going into WrestleMania. Hopefully overcome the dastardly Y2J. It's going to make for a great match. I mean, they weren't on the show last night, the Dudley Boys and the Usos, um, but we can get a great three-way, hopefully League of Nations isn't involved, they probably will be, um, but a New Day, Dudley Boys, Usos match, and the New Day have held the belts since SummerSlam, so I feel like they should lose the titles on a same equally big stage at WrestleMania, and I've been saying this for a while now, against the Dudleys, we've seen the Usos as champions before, Dudley's same thing, but not in a decade, um, and they can win their 10th tag team titles after almost 20 years in the business or celebrating 20 years this upcoming April so they can win the belts at Wrestlemania and um, that's what I see happening RJ you're shaking your head right now what else would you do at Wrestlemania for the tag team titles now that w- this has happened I mean you what can't go I propose is do the Dudley it's New Day versus Dudley's versus League of Nations versus the Wyatts because the Usos have had their shots a hundred million times they don't need another shot and I think the Wyatt family should be in a somewhat of a pr- prominent match and then just have New Day retain. Okay. Next day in Raw, they run their mouths, they beat everyone, and then the Ballot Club comes out and faces them. Not Enzo Cass, because I, I don't like them. I know you don't like them. We talked about that last so week. So now that I'm thinking of the Ballot Club, that they'll probably come, they'll debut after WrestleMania, I'd rather have them than Enzo Cass. As baby faces? Uh, That's the thing. You could do it both ways, I feel like, because the New Day could go face, or it could be face or heel. So when you say Balor Club, you're saying Finn Balor getting the call up, yeah. and then with Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, yeah. and you get the three-on-three dynamic there, yeah. and they could hold the championships using the Freebird rule, yeah. too. That'd be pretty cool. And the Freebirds are getting inducted that, that weekend. We need Sells to get itself. A, yeah, I was going to say, we need to get a Freebirds uh, New Day confrontation backstage, but two of the Freebirds are dead, so <laughs> you can't. So Michael PSAs. You can get Michael PSAs and the other guy that's still alive, so I guess you could do that. But um, a lot like we got the Stooges and... Uh, Mercury and Noble last year WrestleMania. Very underrated moment. That was great. Very funny, too. Patterson and uh, Gerald Briscoe. Very funny. Um, we got a couple minutes left here. We'll quickly run through the rest of Raw. Kalisto, Tyler Breeze, fine match. And Ryback also ran through Curtis Axel. Your brief thoughts on Ryback and Kalisto possibly happening at WrestleMania. You have a lot of thoughts on this. Good filler. That's all it is. It's something that will probably not be amazing, but it'll be good enough to keep the crowd... Into the into the event still, but not like blow them out of the water that they're like dead for a good match. No, of course not. And I feel like I told you this yesterday. I know you weren't too happy about it, but I know you're not you're not happy about the match happening. But on the bright side, I'm not just saying this as a Ryback fan. I'd rather see Kalisto, I, and I am a Ryback fan. But I'm not saying this from a bias standpoint. I like Kalisto too. What I'm saying is that I'd rather have Kalisto in a one-on-one match at WrestleMania than Ryback. Like, Ryback's been there. He had that one-on-one match at WrestleMania 29, the pooper against Mark Henry, which sucked, and he lost. I'm not saying Ryback needs to win. I don't think he should win because Kalisto is a long-term project. Um, but they've been trying to get him over. He's kind of he kind of is over, but they kind of halted his momentum with the whole Lucha Dragons thing and doing the flip flop with the championship. So got to keep the belt on him in the long term. I feel like 
And um, we get a one-on-one match from Kalisto at WrestleMania, which could be really, really, really good. I mean, people have said Neville, which would be great. It would make, I mean, Ryback's make makes it just as much sense. But, and, um, you know, him and Neville have been teaming for a couple weeks now. And that would be the better match. But Ryback, they obviously want to push him going into WrestleMania, which is good. And even bigger, a bigger deal for Kalisto. Because worst Could you case, see them doing, like, Ryback versus Neville for a number one contendership and Neville winning? Ryback takes him out and then just goes into moral ones. You can do that. It's not a big praise, but... Wait, what are you saying? Have Neville face Ryback in a number one contendership on match. Raw on or? Raw? On Raw. Okay. And then Neville wins, and then they just have Ryback like beat the shit out of him. And then Ryback just goes in the giant moral and like destroys. I could see that. I could see him. I'd rather see Ryback, honestly. I, I don't mind Ryback-Kalisto, because I think it could be a good match. Good filler, like you said. It's probably going to be on a kickoff show. No way that ends up on WrestleMania. I mean, with all the other matches we have on the card possibly happening, I don't think that's happening on the actual card. But, um... Anyway, I think it's a good match for Kalisto because, like, like I said, if nothing else, worst case scenario, he's not in the Einder of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Well, you know he's not winning, Kalisto. That'd be sick, but he's not winning. I mean, if he's U.S. champion, then why wouldn't he defend the belt at WrestleMania? Like, that piss, that's, makes no sense. If you can have a champion involved in the match, like in WrestleMania 30, Big E was the IC champion. He was in the Einder of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, got tossed out like a flop, like a fish. Like, no one cared, you know? So, I'm glad he's defending the title, Probably hopefully, at WrestleMania. Entrance. What? It's not like he even got an entrance. No, nobody did. Only Big Show and Sheamus did, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say everyone else was irrelevant. It was an underthought, like you said. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I like that idea of that match at WrestleMania. We also got Dean Ambrose against Bray Wyatt last night. Good match. Build for Roadblock on Saturday. Fine stuff. We won't really talk about that. There's really nothing to talk about. But What's next for the Wyatts? What's next for the Wyatts? I'll ask you. What's next for the Wyatts? I have no idea. The shovel? The shovel and... <laughs> I like I said, I propose them being the tag team match because literally... If they're not in that, there's nothing they could possibly be in, really. Unless they're going to do Battle Club, but that would be, like, another match that they'd be just, like... The card would be so swamped with matches. It'd be, like, WrestleMania 4, like, 20 matches. It'd be, like, WrestleMania... Well, yeah, like that. And then, like, WrestleMania 20, they have, like, 12 matches. Like, it gets yeah. to the point, it's like... Well, that was right. also five hours, They can too. still do that, too. Biggest WrestleMania ever. Yeah. They probably will. They did it for SummerSlam. That was the four-hour show. Oh, my... Dragged ass. Very dragging. Very dragging. It did not need to be four. I was no. happy. I was, was happy, cool. too, because I was there. But exactly. when you're watching on TV, it's like... It does not need to be four hours. Yeah, so I wouldn't be shocked if it's the biggest WrestleMania of all time, like you said. Um, but anyway, transitioning from that into something similar, Roadblock on Saturday. Speed round here. Looking forward to that. Um, I think we only have three matches confirmed for the show on Saturday. Um, we got the NXT tag team titles being defended. Dash and Dawson. Dash and Dawson versus Enzo and Cass. Your prediction? Dash and Dawson. <laughs> Still the NXT tag team champions. Yep. Enter the shovel. Wyatt okay. Lesnar. Lesnar. Ah, a little minutes. hesitation. Lesnar. Les- I was, yeah, I was thinking about the, how much time it takes. <laughs> Three minutes, Lesnar. It's not who wins. It's a matter of who gets buried quicker. Yep. Not Lesnar, but like how quickly le- how quickly Wyatt gets the shovel. Yep. And it's going to be, what you say, three minutes? Three minutes. We'll be taking bets on this. Yep. Uh, two minutes and 27 seconds. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be like three under. Like these Lesnar special matches, like He's on the specials. destroyed people. And like, yeah, under three minutes. Was fine with Kofi. Big Joe was fine. Wyatt. The At guy's this point, just give him the shovel. Who cares, yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. It's something new. It's better than Big Show with a millionth time. And then main event. Triple H Ambrose for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Do you think, and you proposed this last week, do you think there's a chance Ambrose could win and Triple H wins back the belt on Monday to kind of boost interest and like, oh, anything can happen on a WWE Network special? I think they could do that, but I think you'd want to make Ambrose's first title reign mean something if he's going to do it. But they did that with Roman Reigns, too. He won it on Survivor Series and it lasted five minutes. And 50, then he won it back seconds. on like an episode of Raw. No yeah. one really cared. Um... I think there's a chance he could win, but I think Triple H will retain. After Ambrose got the upper hand on Monday, Booking 101 says he loses on Saturday. And Lesnar's going to be there. He can cost him the match, you know, so I'm fine with that. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I think Roadblock's going to be really, really good. It's yep. in Toronto. We have not had a, other than Raw and SmackDown, obviously, we have not had a live show in Canada since Breaking Point, which was seven years ago. This so point. good. It wasn't a bad show. It wasn't a bad show. Um, The... Gimmick. The theme was stupid. Every match, not the, not every match, but the the main events were like submission matches. That was a little stupid, but it wasn't a bad show. I watched the back on the like the anniversary a couple months ago, in, back in September. It's really not a bad show, but again, I don't know why they don't go back to Canada. It's not like with MSG, like oh the costs are like too much, like we can't do anything live there. So I don't know why they haven't gone back there. Like I would love another WrestleMania in Canada because there's such a great crowd, a lot like Chicago and stuff. But anyway, um, I think it's gonna be a good show on Saturday. 
I think it's going to be a chair. Where is your anticipation on a, on a 1 to 10 scale? 7. Hmm, same, same. And I'll be watching it at the Marso residence on Saturday. I'll be, you know, everyone will be gone from campus, but RJ's still going to be here, right? Yep. Better be. Yep. I'll be knocking on my door. Yeah, if you're not there, there, I'll be like, oh, what? I won't be there. Hey, excuse me. Can you say a little <laughs> clear? I didn't, I didn't hear that. I won't be there. <laughs> I'll be home. Be sitting at home watching them on big screen TV. Yep. I already told my father when he picks me up on Friday because I'll be with him for the weekend when he um, when he get picked up on Friday. I already told him, not doing anything on Saturday. Watching WWE Roadblock. I said, say no more. He didn't say that. I just I just told him, if we do anything, I'm going to kill you because i got to watch Roadblock on Saturday. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just kidding. Don't don't think I'm a bad person. But anyway, that's WrestleRant Radio for today, March 8th, 2016. As always, guys, thank you for listening. New episodes are up every single Tuesday. Every episode more jam-packed than the next on the road to WrestleMania. Like I said earlier, only 26 days away. Before I give my plugs, I'm going to throw it to Mr. Marceau over here for his plugs. Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Yik Yak, AIM, Gmail. Next era wrestling.net, RG2 Science, at RG underscore Marceau on Twitter. And that's about it. That's about it. Check him out on the Twitter, at RG underscore Marceau. New articles going up all the time. RG's 2 Cents got his own little column. His own little category on WWE on uh, on you know his WWE two cents on nextairwrestling.net. Speaking of which, new episodes like I said of WrestleRant Radio and WWE EC Radio up every single Thursday right here on nextairwrestling.net. As for me, folks, you can follow me on the Twitter at WrestleRant on Facebook at facebook.com backslash graham.gsm.matthews and YouTube uh, youtube.com backslash c backslash graham.gsm.matthews. So next week. We won't be here live on campus. RJ might give you a call and maybe talk to you over the phone for WrestleRant Rated. Depends what you're doing. Depends what I'm doing. Depends what the time frame is. And we'll have roadblock thoughts, more thoughts on the road to WrestleMania. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be, like I said, a very exciting next couple of weeks right here on WrestleRant Radio in addition to WWE EC Radio. And also, for the third consecutive year, hopefully, we'll have Mike Yoder on on the Tuesday before Mania for a WrestleMania Roundtable. You looking forward to that? Can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be exciting, folks. So, as always, have a great rest of your week, folks. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of WrestleRant Radio. In the meantime and in between time, I'm Graham G.S. Matthews for RJ Marceau, and we'll catch you folks down the road. <laughs>